Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and happy Friday. I'm Holly Fry. And I'm Tracy V. Wilson. We talked all about... (laughs) I won't even say all about. We talked about actuarial science and assurance and insurance all week long. Yeah. uh, We didn't touch at all on a type of insurance. The type of insurance that I actually have the most experience filing claims and dealing with terrifying uh, possible claim denial in. Health uh, insurance. Is, no, homeowner's insurance. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because most of my health insurance, there have been times that I was like, I thought this was going to be covered more, but like uh, most of that has just been filed on my behalf at the doctor, not something that I've had to personally do. Yeah. Um, But I had a very scary homeowner's insurance claim thing many years yeah. ago that I had to totally deal with myself. And uh, we didn't talk about homeowner's insurance no. at all. No. That's no. <laughs> no. That's a whole other thing. Um yeah. yeah, homeowners insurance, health insurance. I mean, you can insure almost anything at this point. Right. But it's uh we would still be talking. We would be recording for 17 hours. That's right. a cool podcast for someone else to launch. Yeah. But all they do is to, I'm sure there's one out there that talks about nothing but insurance. Something that has come up on the show before that we didn't talk about this week was uh I guess we alluded to it we talked a little bit about, about COVID, but like um medical knowledge that has come about from actuarial science. Yeah. Came up when we talked about uh hypertension and uh making connections between blood pressure and life expectancy. A lot of that came from actuarial tables. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it got me thinking when you mentioned it earlier uh, before we were recording about whether or not the rise of the smartwatch has similarly impacted actuarial science. Because, you know, there are those occasional news stories where you'll be like, 
someone's smartwatch recognized that they had a heart problem before their oh, doctor yeah. diagnosed them. And I'm like, are they then adding another finesse layer of information to the whole morass of numbers? Um, but also that gets into a secondary thing of like, how do you know they're all the same accuracy? Um, I was thinking that gets into a thing of of like privacy and data security. Right. Too. Right. Um, I uh, <laughs> I feel like so anytime I'm thinking about actuarial science, I'm thinking about the player. Mm-hmm. which most people will know from the movie directed by Robert Altman starring Tim Robbins, which is spectacular in my opinion. Mm-hmm. However, what I'm thinking about is the book, The Player, which was written by Michael Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Because there's this, have you ever read that book? Mm-mm. I love it. Um, there is a section in the book where the character that is played by Tim Robbins in the movie has had this interaction with his uh, secretary and it's like a thing where he's they're just having a call um, transferred through to him on his phone. And he has this sort of t- hilarious moment where he's looking at his phone and the many buttons that offer different lines on his phone. And he's thinking about all of the different kinds of scientific and um, engineering developments that had to get to a point where someone on the other side of the world can call you and you can be connected to them and there can be sub-connections that are done even within your office and someone transfers that call, blah, 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 blah. And he kind of says, I'm going to misquote it because I didn't look up the exact quote, but he says, I don't know, I don't know a way to describe all of this without it just coming out as, wow, phones. <laughs> I'm like, that is exactly how I feel about actuarial science. Yeah. <laughs> so this was, in a way, uh, me trying to sort through that, because I, obviously, I, I will say I don't think I could keep all of the, the factors that go into a simple actuarial computation, certainly in my head, but even on paper, I would have trouble, I think, like. Yeah parsing all of it in a way that I was not like, wow, phones. Um, So so my hat's off to you if you're an actuary um, or if you work in this field in any way. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, it's not great, in my opinion, that so much of this is just, like, it's rooted in capitalism and companies wanting to make a profit, right? Right. But at the same time, like, people need a way to be able to pay for their burials. Right. And might, because that's really expensive. (laughs) And, uh, you know, people might be able to pay an insurance premium, but not be able to, like, save up the amount Mm -hmm. of money that it it requires in the United States. Um, uh, Same thing with, you know, uh, making sure people's family members are not left destitute when someone dies. Like, all of this... uh, it's I sort of like to envision a society where none of these are things that people that are that companies are making money off of doing, but the like that would be an entire revisioning of of yeah. how our entire society works. Yeah. This also uh I kept thinking about the very, very brief and very early appearance of insurance in Terry Pratchett's Discworld books. I'm trying to remember. Right. So unless I am misremembering, because there are books that are sort of about like, you know, when 
when the the clax system, which was sort of the early version of a telephone and telegraph system, mm-hmm. is like invented in Ankh-Morpork. It's like there's whole books that sort of explore, you know, that, the post office, things like that. And I don't think there's a book that's specifically like insurance, but at the very, very, very beginning of that se- series, Two Flower, a, a tourist, and also, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, an insurance agent. Um, and this is like a sort of a side part of one of the earliest books of that series. But I kept thinking about it um, because they say it in sewer ants, in sewer ants is how they say it. Um, <laughs> and it's, I don't know. I just kept thinking about it every time the word insurance came up in this episode. We could re-record the whole thing and say in sewer ants every <laughs> the time. Whole time. <laughs> just see, see how many people lose their minds and <laughs> get really frustrated with us. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Jin. I've last on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean! Huh? Oh! Run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the kinds of insurance that we did not talk about, which fascinates me utterly... Uh Uh-huh. Uh, was popular in, I think, the 18th and early 19th century, which was called Leases for Lives. Uh-huh. 
And basically, at that point, I was thinking, like, why would this even be a thing? And then I realized, like, because your home was the most important thing at that point in terms of your financial stability. And basically, like, a person could pay a lump sum to lease a piece of land but it and a home, and it would mean that they could keep that the rest of their life. Okay. And in a lot of those policies, it also meant that, like, the next two generations of their family could. So they were, like... It was a form of insurance so that their family would always have a place to live. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is fascinating. So <laughs> when when was this again? I think this was mostly in the... Um, I don't have this noted anywhere handy. Um, like, late 17th through 18th and early 19th century, maybe. It reminds me a little bit of something that we talked about in the Rebecca Riots episode about how uh, people living in rural Wales were mostly tenant farmers. And uh, for centuries, like, their lease had generally been a whole lifetime. Right. Um, And so that's, I wonder if that's connected to... Probably. Yeah. It's a wild thing to consider. Um, I told you we would mention a thing about the eccentric... Edwin Rowe Morse. Oh, right. Yes. Because we we talked about how there is a theory that he just plucked actuary as like, a, that's an interesting word from history. I'll use that. Here's another story that I read about him that kind of illustrates what a, a marvelously odd duck he may have been, even though a lot of people said he was really obstinate and kind of a pain in the neck. He had a daughter who, for a lot of her early life, he would only speak to in Latin. (laughs) Okay. That's kind of all I know about it. I don't know if she continued to use Latin throughout her life. I don't know if she was like, Dad, will you please just speak English to me? I don't know. (laughs) That's... It's an odd experiment to do, and it does show how eccentric he really was. Well, and I... Like, I know of some people who have wanted to raise their children to be bilingual yes. or, or more. Oh, for sure, and like, which is great. like, one parent was fluent in a language, and, like, that parent has spoken that language with the kids exclusively mm-hmm. or nearly exclusively. Uh, but, you know, uh, Latin is not something... <laughs> Most people are just conversing, chatting in, in right dead in language. Their daily not, <laughs> so even if she knew Latin, learned Latin to the point where she could speak it, mm-hmm. she could probably only speak to him and a couple other people at that point. Yeah, like, it's an odd limiter. Again, fascinating. I mean, I know people that wasn't it. I think Shonda Rhimes said in an interview that she only let her kids watch Netflix with the the French dubs on. Wow. But I could be misremembering, so don't anybody get mad at me if that's wrong. But I I swear I saw that somewhere. Um, and I have known other parents who have done similar things where they're like, this, but it's usually much more granular. Like, this one cartoon we only watch in Spanish or whatever. Sure. Because um, they know their kid loves that cartoon, and, like, they'll re-watch it over and over, and it'll be a, a good learning thing. But listen, I wish, I mean, I was fairly multilingual when I was tiny, I lost most of it. I wish I had maintained it. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, it before. sucks. Um, I'm, now I'm still like on Duolingo going, I don't remember if that's a masculine or feminine noun. Um, here's another interesting thing. Okay. This is a personally interesting thing. 
but also just delighted me because there's a name of a place that is delightful. So, okay. um, when I was in London in April for Star Wars Celebration, and we went a little early so we could kick around and celebrate my husband's birthday, um, one of our friends who lives just outside the city had recommended this particular pub to us, and the name delighted me. And then... When I was doing this research, I found out that the Amicable Society for a Perpetual Assurance Office, if you wanted to become a member, you had to go to this same place to inquire. And the name of that pub is the Cheshire Cheese. Okay. <laughs> and it still exists. Although I, my understanding is that the pub has moved a couple times, but I love, I wish I had known. Um, it's there in Fleet Street. And I wish I had known when I was in, in London that... I was at the place where you could join one of the earliest assurance society. <laughs> That's a great name for a pub. It is a great name for a pub. I feel like um, I need to go back to London anyway, because that was the first time I had been in many decades. Mm -hmm. Certainly the first time I had been as what I would categorize as a more or less functional adult. Um, and... I just felt like I didn't have enough time and we we did stuff but I feel like we couldn't ever have done enough stuff and then when I was when it was time to like prep for the convention I was there for I had some kind of worky engagements that I had to be preparing for so I couldn't be running around as much and now I'm like I should have added another week to that trip so I could just go visit all of the fabulous historical pubs yeah. A historical pub crawl sounds great to me. And the good yeah. thing about London is that they're everywhere still. You could you you could take up days doing nothing but that. Mm -hmm. They might get tired of your American obnoxious pub crawl, but <laughs> maybe. We hope not. We try to be respectful. Um, yeah. Wow. Phones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I hope other people find this stuff as fascinating as I do, because it is, to me, super interesting to consider where the things we just take for granted and as part of our everyday necessities, like, oh, I got to deal with insurance. Well, yes, but someone had to come up with it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fascinating to me, hopefully to others as well. Um, I hope you don't have to deal with yucky insurance stuff this weekend. And that you no. have some time off. Having had some really yucky insurance stuff in my life, man, I I hope the nope I hope that's not befalling anybody right now. No, I hope it befalls nobody ever, but I know that's not a hope that's not be fulfilled. It's not the world we live in, unfortunately. No. Um but I do hope whatever is going on with your weekend goes as smoothly as possible and you get some fun in, whether you are um booked up with obligations or work, or if you have some time to yourself. I just hope you you get some fun and delight because we all need more of it. We will be right back here tomorrow with a classic episode, and then on Monday we'll have something brand new. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. 
obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.